Welcome back to Homeschool Minnesota. We are continuing our conversation with Dolly Lowry from Brainiac. Um, we're super excited to bring to you more information um, to continue our conversation from last time. We hope you guys tuned in to last time. If you haven't, you might want to go back and listen to that first before you listen to today's uh, podcast. Um, it's really a, a, just a, a real privilege to have Donnie La- Dolly Lowry with us. Um, she is the founder and CEO of Brainiac. Is that right, Dolly? That's correct. Yes. Thank you for having me, Dale. Yeah, I appreciate it. And I, I, I just, you know, every time we, the few times that we've been able to talk, I, every time I learned something new from you. And just before we signed off last time, you gave us a little tidbit of what we're going to be kind of starting off with today. And when you said um, that uh, ADHD and um, reactive detachment disorder are kind of similar with their fight or flight. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to kind of get into that a little bit uh, with you before we talk about the very practical way that as a homeschooling family, you can integrate Brainiac into your co-op, into your learning day um, to help your children who have um, who have neurodiversity. Um, so could you talk about that first? Sure. So we, we had a homeschool family come through our program. She had five adopted kids. Okay. She started with her first kid. We met her at one of the homeschool conferences. Gosh, I think this was almost two years ago. And she started with her first child who was adopted and she didn't necessarily purchase our program for learning disabilities, but they had reactive attachment disorder Okay. And what happens with, can happen with um, adopted kids is they do miss some of those early motor connections, Mm -hmm. right? The, um, um, the sense of, of touch, feel, emotional bonding. And they, if they're in cribs, they can miss the crawling, the walking, the, the um, body positioning, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And then they can have certain types of, of trauma that puts their brains almost into a fight or flight mode. Yeah. And what happens in fight or flight mode is you're constantly worried about, uh, it could be anything. It could be meals, shelter, security, safety. And when she did our program, she wanted to build all the motor connections between the lower motor. We talked about the move and do and the think and feel. Okay. And she did notice like once those, once she finished our program, she's like, it was life-changing for our family because it's almost like for the first time they had, they were um, down-regulated and they had the ability to, process other people in the room and other people's feelings and have compassion and have empathy. Wow. Their brains got out of that fight or flight mode. And we hear this oftentimes with ADHD, their pupils are bigger. They're in fight or flight mode. They have Mm -hmm. a higher rate of constipation because their bodies are not going into rest and digest. Okay. Yeah, that makes total sense. And, and I could see where the two of them would be, would be similar and, and how, um, you know, it, it would be, 
life-changing to have a child who is able, like you said, if they're, especially if they have been adopted to have that reactive detachment disorder, to be able to bond with the other family members. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially if you adopted a child from um, another country and they were a little older when you got them, you know, oftentimes that's, that's the case in some places. And, and so having those, those neural pathways start firing and working um, actually can make a big difference. I was reading some of the um, testimonials on that you sent me um, on your site. And I just, uh, we had a couple of them that I kind of wanted to just read through real quick. Um, um, Gloria R, which she has a very, I, I loved her testimonies. I'm like, oh boy, if I would have, maybe this was the problem I had all along with my three kids. <laughs> but anyways, she said, what intrigued me most about Brainiac was how they said it would create new pathways in your brain and it would force them to start using parts of their brain that were underdeveloped. And that made sense to me. After the first month of muni- using Brainiac, my daughter cleaned her whole room by herself. I couldn't believe it. She moved a lot faster her thinking process was faster. Her reading speed de- increased dramatically. Even playing math games on the computer, she can think much quicker now. I think that it's changed everything in her life forever. She will have an opportunity to be more aligned with her peers. And I loved that testimony because it's like, you know, sometimes you just, you can get frustrated and be like, what what is it going to take to get this child to be able to really start thinking the way that they should be and being able to have a conversation with their peers and be able to keep up, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so tell us about um, just the way that uh, your, that your program, how, how does it work? Um, get, if you want to give us some more results from other families, um, that would be amazing. And then let's get into the practical of I'm a homeschooling mom. I get a hold of Brainiac. What, what walk me through that, that whole program. What's that going to look like for me? Right. So you first asked about the practical aspects. Yes. Right. What was your question again? Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> I tend to go on and on when I get excited. Okay. <laughs> um, my thing is, is that I guess my, my biggest concern is, is making this very practical for the listener. So if I have a child who has ADHD or dyslexia and I know I have or, or autism or um, reactive detachment disorder or some other neurological um, thing that I have a diagnosis for. And I've already gone to the doctor and the doctor has said, yes, your child has this, or I've gone to, um, uh, a therapist and they said, yes, your child has dyslexia or whatever. Um, and, and I know that I have that and I get a hold of Brainiac because I remember hearing this podcast and, um, and I decide, you know what, I, I need to find out more about them. Where does that begin? How does that, like I call your offices and where does it start from there? And then how do I integrate that into my day? Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go back and answer, like you had talked about like what other families have seen. Yes. Okay. I do want to answer that first because that was also on my brain in addition to the second one. So all of our families over 91% of our families have improvements in one or more areas. See, that's crazy. And you said that it's after only four months, four to six months. Yeah. Yeah. So those six areas that we measure and track are motor, sensory, behavior, communication, academics, and health. 
Okay. We do track all six areas, not only by parent self-reporting, but we also track it in our data, like what they're improving on. So we can see every time a child plays, what exercises they're improving on, how they're leveling up. All of our families have a vast variety of changes. It could be shoe tying, it could be cleaning the room, it could be stop wetting the bed, folding laundry, basketball, sports, music. Sure. Two grade levels of reading, two grade levels of handwriting. So they are all different. The, right. Our program is essentially personalized for each kid. They're doing the same exercises, but they all might be at different levels and moving through the program faster or slower. So, so that's kind of the changes that we've seen. Okay. Um, it's very uh, individualized. It is individualized, but I like that the progress. Okay. So a kid with dyslexia might need to work on these set of skills and a kid with ADHD might need to work on these set of skills, all based in 30 years of evidence-based exercises. So we didn't invent the exercises, we digitized them. Okay. Everything that's already being done in, and we combine them, we combine occupational therapy with vision therapy, with auditory, with memory and gross motor rhythm and timing. Wow. Okay. Driving to five different clinics, you can just do one program. See, and that's, that's where it's just a life changer, I believe for families, Mm -hmm. you know, you're not in your car for hours a week. Right. So how homeschool families can utilize our program. If they live close to our center, they can come in. We we're based in Minnetonka. They can come in and do an assessment they can see the air. We give them a full detailed report of all the functional areas that kids that that we tested them on in a baseline assessment. And that okay. could be anything from bilateral coordination, balance, eyes open, eyes close. Um, we do a lot of dancing, clapping, toe tapping. And then we work on fine motor, visual motor listening and a visual perceptual game. And we give them what we call a baseline report. Okay. And then so we can decide really, if they want to purchase a program. If I'm a homeschooling mom up in Grand Marais and I'm hearing this and I'm thinking, I really, really want to get my child. I want to get a chance to get them signed up for something like this. Would you recommend that they just take the time to come down personally to your offices um, that it's been it's beneficial for them to do that, or are you able to do it digit like virtually, like like over Zoom or um, w- like the initial assessment? The initial assessment does require because um, we use motion sensing technology in a dance sure. mat. I think for remote families to Minnesota, in Minnesota, the best way the best way for us to work with them is through the homeschool co-ops. Okay. And with a co-op, we can bring one or two stations up to a community center or a church or where they meet regularly. Okay. We can do a train the trainer approach. So one or two moms can be trained or three moms can be trained to deliver the program each week for these families. It's a great way to get together. 
the cost yeah. is lower considerably. So if one consumer buys our program, mm -hmm. our standard pricing is $2,970 for four months. Okay. So that equates to about $72 a session. Okay. If we work with the homeschool co-ops and they have, let's say, five or more kids that want to collectively work together, it brings, it knocks $1,000 off the price to $1,970. Wow. And the average cost per session is $48. Wow. So if you think about a reading program or a reading tutor, those can yeah. be anywhere from $70 to $120, depending upon where you live. Right. So our cost is per hour is underneath what it would cost for a piano lesson, soccer lesson, reading tutor, handwriting tutor. And those tutors, as good as they are and as grateful as we are for them as homeschool families, they aren't necessarily helping you neurologically to connect those pathways. So even though you're learning, maybe maybe you'll get some improvement, but there will always be that, that I mean, what your program offers is we're going to connect those pathways and going forward, that pathway is now connected. It makes learning, it makes reading and handwriting easier. Yeah. I mean, one, one thing is, you know, we're addressing today's standard of care is addressing a reading problem with giving them more reading. Yeah. Or handwriting problem with doing more handwriting. Right. When the handwriting problem, reading and handwriting are a balance issue and a head stabilization issue and a visual issue, visual eye tracking issue, fine motor <laughs> issue. Okay. Those reading programs don't address the root cause of the reading issue. Right. And so you have a child who's always frustrated because why isn't this coming easier to me? Yes. Yeah. And a mom who's always frustrated, like, why aren't you trying harder? <laughs> yes. And then confidence, the confidence goes down. each Yeah. Day. Yeah. Yeah. Right it can really year. affect just everything. So, okay. So if you wanted to do a co-op, let's say, um, you're, you're up in the grammar Ray area and you know of other families and they may not even be homeschooling families necessarily. Right. It could just be people that, you know, in the community because you've seen them at therapists or you've seen them at the doctor's office and, and you just want to open up a space where this can happen. Um, they get a hold of you and you all will bring things to them and do a training for them. Yeah. So, for example, next week, we're going to a school in Chicago. We're bringing mm -hmm. two stations. We're training three pe people, a gym teacher, an assistant principal, could be anybody. So mm -hmm. with the homeschool families, we, do, we can do an online training program. We can ship the equipment. We can do it virtual training. But okay. they do have to have the equipment because it does require the motion sensing technology. And you had told me that the best place for something like that would be like in a church, like if a church would donate a space. Yes, absolutely. I know many of these larger co-ops will meet weekly or, you know, it's a great way for these kids. Well, the second aspect of it is the moms get to connect on neurodiversity. 
Yeah. Because they're feeling, potentially they're feeling alone. Like I did, like, where am I going? What am I doing? How am I going to help my child? Yeah. And the number one things people want when they're having a challenge is to connect with somebody else who's having that exact same challenge. Exactly. Because they don't want to feel like they're failing as a mom. And that's what you do. You personalize it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And with autism, which I know a lot of these families, you know, they may have autism in the family Mm -hmm. too. We can really help these kids with autism. We've seen fantastic gains, which people can see on our website, but that's something that takes that personalization to a whole new level. Like they are, you know, really searching for great answers. And the, the one thing we hear over and over again with families with autism is he or she doesn't have any friends. Yeah, that, that is, that is a thing where they have a hard time connecting with their peers. Yeah. So when they could come together, you know, at the church with two stations, kids can be doing their brain body exercises and maybe it's an opportunity for the other kids to connect with peers. Yeah, that's great. That's great. And that's, you know, that's also a part of homeschooling is I always told people when I was homeschooling my kids is that, I mean, I'm not just a teacher. I'm, I'm like a cruise director. I have to create a social life for them because that's super important. I know um, that a lot of people would argue with me a little bit on that, but I always felt like it's just important for them to have um, socialization with their peers so that they're able to, they're not going to live in my home forever. They do have to get into the world at some point, <laughs> hopefully. Right. Right. And so we want that for our children with neurodiversity issues as well. We want them to be able to integrate as much as they possibly can into a job setting or into a, a higher education setting. Yeah. And yeah, so well, giving them those tools is really important. Right. So, okay. Are a great way for us to work with, a large, you know, a, a larger number of kids. You can certainly do it in the home. We've had mm-hmm. many families, homeschool families, do it in the home. They they rent the equipment for four or six months. They do the program. We give them virtual check-ins every week. We, you know, can monitor remotely how they're doing, how they're progressing. We can talk to them at any point in time if they're having questions or concerns. And I mean, our homeschool families have been fantastic so far. That's wonderful. That's mm-hmm. good. So, okay. So let's talk finances because in a, this day and age, when people are struggling a little bit and, um, and I, I personally, you know, think that um, the amount that you're asking is not a crazy amount of money um, when it comes to your child's education. However, um, are there, you know, there are grant monies and other kinds of ways to pay for some of this stuff. Is that correct? Not necessarily through Brainiac, but outside, you know, outside sources. Can you give me any kind of an idea of what that might look like a little bit or anything that you, you know, do you have somebody in your office who might be able to help families who are interested, but maybe financially can't quite pull it all off? Right. There are a couple of options. So the first option is we do offer 0% financing. Okay. We're partnered with your tuition solution. So they can, you know, do a, a 
see if they want to enroll one or two kids or three kids, and then they would take that amount, fill out a form, and it does have to have a good credit rating, okay. like all of the financing options or something that's okay, and they can get 0% interest over um, you know, 12 months, for example. That's great. So your tuition solution, we do have financing. The other thing, we do have payment plans with our program. Okay. So they can pay 40% down and then pay over time over those four to six months. Okay. We do have that. We do have a, what's called a positive difference guarantee. So if families are not happy with the program or after 40 sessions, if they didn't level up in, in four more areas and they're really unhappy, like they didn't see what they thought they would see, we will give them their money back. Okay. So do, do you manage their program? expectations at the beginning of the program? Yes. <laughs> you <know>? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not like, you know, like if you buy a exercise bike for your home and you only use it three times, it's not going to work. So exactly brain body exercise program. Our positive difference guarantee does require that they do complete 40 sessions. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. And then, okay. So then also, I mean, I would encourage families to check with, you know, the state of Minnesota or other, other areas, even private, private, um, online, there'd be a, a lot of resources that you could talk to, um, mm -hmm. about getting, you know, some kind of funding to help with this. Um, I'm wondering, do you know, and I'm just throwing this out there and it's okay if you don't know, because I'm blindsiding you with this one, but maybe some insurances might also. We do at this point, we do not take insurance. Got it. Yet. Okay. Okay. That All right. have to be delivered by like an occupational therapist who could use the billing codes. Okay. And we are working, we are talking to some local clinics to see about getting Brainiac into the clinic. But one thing I didn't mention okay. is for families with autism, they, they do have access to the CDCS waivers. Okay. And those are, they can get those through their county case manager or support planner. Okay they have to, you know, file and go through the process and there is funding available through CDCS or the Katie waiver. Oh, that's great. And we can, and those are for families with autism and okay. we, we can use those um, funds to, to utilize our program. That's wonderful. Mm -hmm. If nothing else, just get a hold of Brainiac. And if they can't, you know, if there's, for whatever reason, it's, it's not going to, come together at least you have a, a resource you know um yeah and they might be able to point you in a different direction but the biggest thing is, is i really think after going on their website and looking at the testimonials and seeing the biggest i think the thing that made the biggest impact on me is i was telling you about this yesterday um one of the ladies who has like uh her handwriting mm -hmm. it is dramatically different after four months it was just dramatic I mean I couldn't believe it and I was it was it was emotional in a way you know watching that mm -hmm. there's a couple of videos on our website there's the three moms testimonial mm -hmm. and then there's the science behind Brainiac which is with Dr. Manier who helped develop the program with us so those are each three minutes and they do have we do see significant 
gains in handwriting. It's amazing. And that's wonderful. And that's a fine motor skill. So we know. Visual, you know, motor, yeah, visual, yeah. fine motor, balance. Balance it underlies every skill that we need to learn or develop in school. So, so if you have a child who maybe even had chronic ear issues, which a lot of kids do, that could also affect their learning oh. abilities. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Illness well, or toxicity. Yeah. Environmental toxicity can also affect it. Yeah. So well, you'll be at the homeschool. Conference. Yeah, I was just going to say. Oh, good. <laughs> you guys are at the Mache conference. Not only are you an exhibitor, but you are a presenter and Correct. doing a workshop. Are you doing one or two? One workshop on Saturday, I believe. On Saturday. So, yeah, I'm super excited for you guys. And, and I love that you guys are at the Mache conference. So those of you who are listening who are going to Mache, this is a really good time to meet up with them in person. Find them in the exhibitors hall and on Saturday, go to their workshop. And if you're even if you aren't necessarily like I have um, friends who maybe you're saying, well, I have friends who aren't going to be able to, at the Mache conference, but boy, they could really benefit from this go and visit the table and pick up the information and give them to your friends and maybe get the recording of the workshop so that you can get that to them and, and just encourage your friends, you know, listen to this podcast and, and just see, you know, what there's so many good resources. I was telling somebody yesterday, Dolly, that in Minnesota, we are so blessed to have so many amazing um, resources for homeschooling families that we can just plug into Mm -hmm. Um, back when I was homeschooling my kids, we didn't have any of this. And it was just kind of like, I'm just going to make it happen somehow, you know, and, but boy, we don't have to do that. We don't have to struggle. We don't have to feel like what's wrong with, with me. Am I not doing well with my child when they're Mm -hmm. struggling so hard and everybody else seems to be taking it, getting it done so easily. And, and you don't have to feel that way. Now you've got so many places you can plug into and Brainiac is definitely, definitely one of them. Yeah, well, thank you for all your hard work and good effort connecting families with resources. I do think it's so important to have good connections in the community and good resources and, and, and family education. I mean, I'm so passionate about helping these kids to not struggle. It doesn't have to be that hard. Yeah, yeah. Families. It's everything to have your child grow up confident, isn't it? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I can't, yes. I can't tell you how these kids do come in and they don't feel good about themselves. Yeah. And we do see confidence improve, just the ability to do things, the ability yeah. to try new things. Yeah. So it's wonderful when you can give that to your child. It's such a mm-hmm. blessing. So thank you so much, Dolly, for all that you do. I appreciate you are a busy lady and taking time out to do this with me today was, it just means a lot to me. And I'm sure it'll really touch a lot of homeschooling families. And I'm just grateful. Thank you so much for all that you guys do at Brainiac. Thank you, Dale, as well. I will be posting, I will be posting in the description part of this podcast, any um, links that um, I think you need to have definitely to the website of Brainiac, but um, also any links that Dolly might send me that that would be helpful for you all to have. So don't forget to read the descriptions because there's often lots of good things in there that you don't want to miss. Um, thank you again, Dolly. We'll see you at the Mache conference. Thank you, Dale. Have all a good right. day. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Bye.